What up, what up, what up, what up, what up? Thanks again for tuning in. This is The Activated Podcast, your boy Ebo, live and direct. Um, welcome, everybody. Happy Friday, even though today's not Friday as we're recording it. <laughs> but y'all get to hear this shit on Friday, so you know what it is. Um, sitting across from me today, um, a lovely young lady is out here doing her thing. She hit me up. I was like, you know what? And we were talking before uh, I even came in. I was like, you know, I'm going to introduce you as a YouTube star. Oh, boy. She is a... She is a <laughs> she's like, no, <"Nope." laughs> But she is a YouTube uh, creator um, hailing from... I thought I knew the island, but afterwards you gave me like three islands on the way, so I forgot so where originally. So originally, Guyana. Guyana. Yeah. And we have Chris Maggie. Charisma. Charisma. See, I know. People always fuck that mess up. it up. I always say, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna fuck this up. Before I left, I was sitting there watching a YouTube video, but like, yo, let me see if I can remember how to say it, right? Because you always say people names, but mm-hmm. you don't know how to oh, no, obviously I'm, probably I'm the worst at pronouncing names, so I get it. Um, but thanks for reaching out and, and, and thanks for, for pulling through and uh, hopefully we have a great, great conversation. I feel it in my spirit. Thanks for having me. Uh how are you feeling today? Good, you know, sun is shining finally. <laughs> that is a fact. Toronto, um, if you are in the city of Toronto, it is amazing outside right now. I can't wait. You know what the, the problem is? Because I am in the basement of my house. Um, when I'm getting dressed, I put on sweaters and shit. Because it's, it's, it's a little cooler down here. Then I come outside, I'll be like, damn. <laughs> It'd be hot. What kind of weather. <laughs> um, so where you want to start? What would, what would you like to start? I would like to... Um, Cause I've been watch- I watch your YouTube. I'm subscribed, of course. Um, and when I when I look at the YouTube, I look at the first video that you made. Mm-hmm. Um, I look at the in between, and then I look at the latest. Because okay. I like to see if I could gauge the growth and what it is you wanted to do. The one thing that stuck out to me when I watched the first video is somebody who is genuine. Oh, you know you. what I mean? Like I, I felt like yo. She means what she's what she's saying on it, right? And that to me is enough for me to support anything else. As long as I feel like people like being genuine about what it is they're trying to do, uh, and being their authentic self. Thank you. You know what I mean? Um, so let's start from the beginning. So you born in Guyana. Yep. Um, now residing in Toronto, but you live. How many other islands did you live? Did um, you, so Jamaica and Belize. Okay. And you were telling me Jamaica was your favorite. Why? Yes. Well, I was there for a longer time, so I got exposed to the culture more, the people. Like, it's just, I don't know, they have, like, a natural high, good vibes, and the food, like... And they do smoke a lot of weed. You partake in... <laughs> I've never actually, honestly. No? Never. Never tried? Never to this day. Why? Is there a reason why? Or you just like... Mm, no, I, I just know. I just didn't care for it. And okay. I wasn't really exposed to it that much around me. Most of the alcohol would be around me more than me. Okay. When I went to Belize, though, that one was like right in my face. But I still didn't try it. Okay. Yeah. Never got high before. Second hand. Okay. <laughs> and brownies. Yeah, I've gone high. I, I hate getting high. I've yeah. gone high a couple of times, mm-hmm. but I hate not being in control. Of, well, you oh. know what's weird is, <laughs> and this is weird, I'm, I, could, I could control myself mm-hmm. while drunk. Than I can while high, and being high bothers me because I feel like, like I'm looking at myself from the outside in. <laughs> I've heard that a lot. Yeah, so I'm like, nah, I don't like that. Even though like drunk is is is, I mean, 
uh, getting tipsy or whatever, it's still like a lot of people don't like that neither. They rather smoke or whatever. But I'm like, I'd rather drink. And also, I could gauge my drinking. Meaning like, if I get a drink or two, okay, cool. I'm nice. I mean, yeah. Like I got Tony that wasn't high. Like you don't. You don't know. It hits you when yeah. it hits you. You don't know when you're not gonna be high anymore. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like you don't know. Uh, interesting enough. So Jamaica being your favorite. Um, outside of those two, what have you visited? How many? Do you know how many uh, the total islands are in the Caribbean? Um, no. No. <laughs> oh, it's not. No, Listen, I, you don't gotta know. No. <laughs> it just hit me like, yo, how many islands is there? Because I was trying to figure out um, how many of them did you visit? Do you? Oh, so apart from living in Jamaica and Belize, I've visited Haiti. That's where my Haiti? parents are from. Okay. Yeah. How's that? It's nice. Have you been there recently? No, the last time was 2012. Okay. Was that before? That was after or that was before the hurt mm, earthquake? That was after. It was after. Yeah. How was that like going back there after? Uh, well, when I went back, the palace, like it was, I think, I don't, I can't remember if they finished it or they were in the process of finishing okay. it. The like, palace, like the presidency. Yeah, the president's okay. house. So, but like what I saw around me were like people trying to get their life back on track, like they, it didn't even look like they were like mourning anymore or anything like that. Just okay. moving on with life, picking up the pieces, putting their lives back together. And honest, is the only place I can put on weight. Because the food, like, I don't know what. I think maybe it's, they do lose like less of the additives and all of that. Mm-hmm. It's literally the only place I can put weight. Great food, okay. Yeah. Do you feel like people might, like, do you think they feel sorry for themselves? Like the people that, because I know a lot of times we look at it and go, oh my God, such yeah, a. Yeah, no. Like, no, I think, like, they always say, like, tragedy always brings people closer together, and I think it really brought the people together as yeah. well, and, like, helping each other out, being there for each other, like, your neighbor, this whole, a village grows a child mentality, I think it came back for a bit, yeah. so, yeah, it, it's it's heartbreaking and it was sad, but, like, all they really wanted was, like, help, really, once yeah. they got the help, they're able to put themselves back together and move on with their lives from did they? Did they really? Do you think they really got the help that they that they? I, I, we see a lot of stuff in the news, right? Like they're saying that like they didn't get all the money. Such nah, as like, they definitely didn't get all the money. I I know that for a fact. Um, it wasn't distributed like equally. That's obvious. But you know, it is what it is. Which, which you won't do, right? What? So when when you when you know these things, does that? For example, the other that was at what was that? I went to LCBO. They always ask me, you want to donate an extra dollar? Hell no, I don't want to give that shit out. Don't give me this discount. Like, does that now, when you when you have organizations set up and things like that, do you think about, do you think about it twice, like before you donate some money or do you go, mm, you just do it? I do. I do think about it because I'm like, I need to see some proof that this money is going where you say it's going. Yeah. And so far in the past, <laughs> it's been failing. Right. So, unless if it's like an organization where you can actually see the real transparency, then I'll give. But other than that, I'm like, yeah, not today. Maybe next time. Then I'll go and Google, like... <laughs> what are these people doing? Yeah, because I want to, like, before I give you my money, I want to yeah. know what you do. Like, you're not going to tell me on the first time and just get my money. I'm yeah, not yeah, dumb. Yeah, yeah. So... Which is crazy. Um, recently, for my birthday, I did a little fundraising. I, I, I tried it because I know... Black people were very hard to convince to give. Like, you know what's crazy it's to me true. is that, like, 
People will come to the club and mm. are willing. Yo, Ibu, I'm going to get you a bottle. The bottle costs $250. But then when I say, yo, I need you to donate $10. $10. Like, everybody look at me like, it's, to me, it's so crazy, right? <laughs> so I was able to, I think, altogether, I raised about three-something change. Like, I didn't, I don't have a fun. So around there. Mm-hmm. So my goal is to send an orphan back in Niger and send them to school. Oh, nice. Cost about 300-something change for the whole year for them to go to school. And I feel such a big responsibility because mm-hmm. now I feel like, damn, I really was, I don't usually post pictures like that, mm-hmm. but now I feel like I have to because people want to look at me like, what you do with my $10? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, why is it like people don't realize like that's such a very minimal mm-hmm. uh, in terms of like, I don't, like it wouldn't change my life per se, but it definitely will change, change somebody else's life. And also, I'm going to match whatever donation I got. So, like, the three plus my three, we'll put it together. Oh, nice. And hopefully, we'll be able to send. But I have such a, I feel such a big responsibility mm-hmm. for $300. So, I, I can't imagine what these companies feels <laughs> when they got millions and millions of dollars. And they also don't allocate it yeah. um, to, like, where it's actually supposed to go that's, kind of thing. Insane. Sometimes, I think a lot of them do have good intentions. But then, it really depends on the middleman whoever handles the money afterwards so yeah. you know if they're dipping into the money and you have no control over if they're actually giving do you think you'll be tem- tempted if you got like somebody gave you 10 million but like yo we trust you to go do the work you not like but like I might need to get this bands real quick and- no I'm saying no I'm saying no honestly because <laughs> material stuff don't phase me right okay so it's like no, it's your- would that perspective change if the money is money- funny? I mean, because I always tell people like you, you um, <laughs> it's different when you don't. Yeah, like you, you, you don't care about like it's something about like wait until you make X amount of money, then you realize like, mm-hmm. oh shit, like yeah, you, you, you will change. Like there's no ifs and buts about it. Like. Um, so I can only imagine what that would do because I definitely be like, you know what? If I can get this Benz about twenty stacks, <laughs> they're they're gonna gonna be, yeah, they're gonna be all right. You know what I'm saying? They're gonna be all right with the rest of the um, thing. That's a, I'm still gonna say no. Okay. But I'm just hoping, like, however, like in the future, I'm hoping to get some sort of success that I won't change. It will just be for the better. Because my aim is to help inspire young people. Like, we have a lot of young people out here. They don't have resources Mm. to be their better selves. And that's one thing with my YouTube right now. Like, I do like making my videos, but I wanted to be able to, at some point, do more than just make videos to inspire people. Like, I want to be able to collaborate with other people who are, you know, the ones that have the bigger guns. Help me help. So, it's all about collaboration for me for 2019. And, um... And, and truthfully, and, and I don't know how you came across my podcast. I have no idea. I don't know. Do you remember where you? Um, you might not. Remember. I don't know where people see it. Like it's crazy. Like people like you. I, 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 I saw you through hashtags. I saw you through. I think it was a hashtag. Like someone I followed probably shared it on okay. their story, and I'm like, oh, a podcast. Go check it out, and yeah. then I checked it out, and I saw your stuff, and I'm like, oh, okay. Then you know, did my little lurk and whatnot. So yeah, no, I mean, of course, and and I think after when people go in and they go through the whole history mm-hmm. of it, and then they're like, oh shit, like you've been doing it, you've been doing it for a while, and yeah. things like that, and it's crazy enough, like, um, like as you do, and I always say, like, you can always uh, benefit from, uh, um, like having you on my platform would definitely help me, mm-hmm. and and things like that. But people always look at it like. 
unless you have X amount of followers or whatever, and I can't get nothing. Which is weird because my biggest collaboration came from like doing collaboration with people with almost no following. Mm-hmm. So this is why also my podcast is kind of tailored in that sense. Mm-hmm. It's like I don't go after the big names. Not not like maybe subconsciously I do it, but I just know that I could benefit more from talking to everyday people, right? So because if if you get somebody there that's excited to come on the podcast and they go they go home and be like they make their whole family listen to exactly. it. Exactly. So you got thirty people that's gonna go and support. You might benefit more than that than like the guy that got X amount of followers. They'll post. Nobody really cares because like they're always selling something. So there's really no draw yeah, um, to that. So I forgot what it was about. Not that I forgot. Um, Trade of thought. See, like as <laughs> soon as I think of something, like, y'all might ask it. Um, so I want to get into your YouTube. But right before that, you went to school in Newfoundland. Oh my god. <laughs> Don't worry, guys. I'm I'm good. We made it. <laughs> I want to ask you, what in the hell <laughs> was I thinking? <laughs> Caused you to go? Here's 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 my. Um, I've never been there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've seen picture. It's it looks aesthetic. Like it looks beautiful. It's, it looks like it's a beautiful place to be. Mm-hmm. But all my encounter with people from Newfoundland is when I used to work at his um, collection agency. Um, back in 2010, 11, and I used to talk to a lot of old people from Newfoundland. Oh. Always had issues paying their phone bills and stuff like that, and they were very angry, <laughs> very mean on the phone. Every occasionally, so it's always like to, in my mind, I've always pictured like old, angry people, oh my God. Uh, fishermen that yeah. live in that area. Then I saw your YouTube video. You're like, I went to school there. I was like, mm-hmm. what? Okay. In the hell. I want you to... <laughs> okay, so let me give you all a 411. Break it down for me. So, uh, Memorial University, that's the big university over there. Okay. So, they do a lot of recruiting in Belize. And at the time, looking for a school to go, all the other ones that came way too expensive out of the budget. Mm-hmm. And they, you know, they were within the budget. And I wanted to, to go somewhere else, explore with that resource opportunity that Belize probably couldn't well, give okay. at the time. So um, that's how I got there, but it was cool because the campus I went to in particular in Cornerbrook, so there's two, one in St. John's, which is the capital of the city, mm-hmm. and one in Cornerbrook. And it's a smaller campus, you have more connections that you can build with both local students and international students. The people are, they're the best, they're really friendly. Really? Okay. Yeah. So they compensate for the cold weather because <laughs> they have a lot of snow. But they're really nice. Like, you know, they're the type that they will invite you into their homes, give you the clothes off their back, give you their last five cent. Like, they're really nice people. Really? Okay. Yeah, they're nice So I got, a, I got the wrong perspective. Yeah, I think it's... The thing is, myself, I'm mean on the phone. Like, no, no <laughs> lies. Like, especially when I'm frustrated because, you know, like, it's not even personal to whoever is talking to me on the phone. It's just the situation yeah. that's frustrating. So I can, I can relate to them in that sense. Mm-hmm. So... Apologize and, that and they were yeah, mean to you. And especially, I'm calling them, telling me y'all owe some money. Yeah, obviously no one the, wants to hear the conversation. Yeah. We're not. Um, yeah, but some of them did try. They're like, "Well, I don't have money. I'm on EI." I was like, "It is." It's, why is it's everybody hard. on EI? So that's when I learned that they live off. Um, a lot of them live off um, the fishing industry. Yeah. So during the winter time, like there's no there's nobody's exactly. fishing, so everybody's yeah. on EI and whatnot. And then summertime is when they actually get to work. So they. Because of where they live, they're limited to how much exactly. 
uh, where they could do. There is no Google Bell and things like that. But you don't think about it because when you live in Toronto, like you, everything is re- exactly. readily available. It's a bathroom every, mm-hmm. everywhere. You know what I mean? So, uh, did you feel any sort of racism while you was out there? Um, not. I don't like no. If anything, any it overt, was more... like anybody like literally came and no. That's the thing. It was more of um, like curiosity okay. of knowing where I was from. So they they aren't used to a lot of outside people. A lot of them have traveled outside of their city right. or their province. So it was more of curiosity. Like now they're being introduced to a lot of people, whether it's through work or school. So mm-hmm. they want to know about us, um, where we came from, or our culture, all of that. So they are trying to be like very like inclusive and more diverse and all of that. Yeah. But you are gonna have some ignorance for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. Um, it was just good though at the time to be able to be a part of something that you could promote for um, culture diversity. We really like the word diversity, but more inclusion than learning about different people who are out there okay. and seeing how we're similar in some way, how we're different, and how it's not really a bad thing. So, like living there, I saw some ways we were really similar, and then other ways that we were really different. How long? How long you was there for? Like four, four five years. years. Four years. Yeah, my whole bachelor degree. Yep. For you, damn, that's a long time. Yeah, how, how do they, how do they view the rest of Canada? Like, what is their take on like big cities and anything like that? Did you get an they, insight? They seem like the underdogs to me, honestly. Like, it seems like the rest of Canada really treats them like Shit. the bad. Yeah, they're like the outcast province, which is a shame because it's a really nice place, really nice people. But it all goes back to the reason they're treated like that is like how they talk most of the time. It's really how they are. Okay. So they look at them as like the hillbillies of of Canada. Yeah, yeah. it's it's mean though because it's like that's just their dialect. We all have dialects, you know. You're from Nigeria, you have your own dialect. Hundred you know, yeah. percent. I grew up in Jamaica, we have our own dialect. Same way, other people will hear us talk and they will say, "Oh, you don't, you guys talk bad English." Mm. And it's like, no, it's not bad English. It's just different dialects. Yeah. You know, we can speak proper English, proper English. Mm. So yeah, they're definitely the underdogs and. I would just say to the rest of Canada, especially Toronto, because y'all can be mean. Toronto is definitely... Give them a chance. We definitely feel ourselves way too much. Give them a chance. Give, like, I feel like Toronto, if you haven't traveled outside of Toronto, give other provinces a chance and, you know, be open-minded, not just with your people who are here, but also other provinces, because it's one big country and... It's sad that not a lot of people. Yeah, I mean, I, I, feel, I feel like sometimes almost too. I mean, not too, but it is. It is. I feel like any anywhere you go, people will be different. Certain part of the mm-hmm. gotcha. uh, of the country, whatever it is, to the point like you know everybody's Canadian, but like way different. It's like Quebec. Quebec feels like a whole different place. <laughs> yeah. it feels like you know a whole different country. I've been to Quebec, Ontario. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've traveled out west, um, but like very briefly. Like I never got to like yeah. be in the city for more than like work sending me there or whatever. Okay. Um, yeah, even in the U.S., I've been, I, I grew up there, so I go there a lot. Mm-hmm. And yeah, like East, you know, when you go past New York, it's a different, different. country, right? Like you go to Ohio, it's a different, different. <laughs> it's a different country. So like even that too, like it's a lot more um, remote areas where people are very um, different than the rest. That you live in Toronto, you get spoiled. I always say that, like, because oh, yeah. you you want Mexican food, you go get Mexican yeah. food. You want. Exactly. Afro B, you won't go to a club. Yeah, I mean everything is here that like when you go other places like damn, this is really like yeah not popping like that. I need to go back to, to T I, I kinda of felt like 
felt like that sometimes, but then sometimes I'm like, you know what? Like, forget. I'm just gonna enjoy the moment. So, how long you been in Toronto? Um, probably like ten months now. Oh. Yeah. Brand new, <laughs> brand new. Fresh. So, what what is the biggest difference from uh, Toronto moving I'm... from Newfoundland to Toronto? Like, well, for one, accessibility for sure. Yeah. You can't be bored in Toronto. There's right. always some event going on. Like, I kind of get tired of saying no. <laughs> Whereas in Newfoundland, it was like I would be looking for something to do. Like, oh, there is an art show. I don't know that much about art. Forget, with let's go. Like, I'm getting out oh, of the house. Oh, because it's not know? a lot of. Yeah, it's not a lot to do. And then they don't got like um, dance hall parties over there. Well, St. John's, um, they've had people who I know a couple of people like Crazy Training, for example. Shout out, Maninga. But like he like does a lot of parties that he's been trying to expose them to Afro and Caribbean culture. Okay, okay. So okay. they get exposed to it. Where I went to school though, we're kind of struggling and really trying to expose them to it. It's it's hard. It's hard. Is 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 that is is there a lot of minorities at the school or yeah. So we would have um, African students, Caribbean students, um, Indians, Asians, um, a little bit of European as well. But okay. it's it's been hard to really, like we've tried a couple of times to do some parties. I think it's more of, um, I don't know if it's intimidation of, you know, they always say they can't dance. So, so it's yeah, yeah, and I mean, yeah, so, tell me, boy, you need a little two-step. You yeah, know I mean? so it's, you know, but it's solely, if we can't really get to do it as a big party, yeah. we usually always have like our apartment, chalet parties. Mm-hmm. And then they come to that and they get exposed to, you know, get them loose a little yeah, bit. Yeah, a little loose, you know, maybe yeah. a little shot here. So <laughs> nothing big like what St. John's doing, but yeah, yeah it, it is slowly but surely they're being exposed to it and knowing what our music is like and the dance and all of that, so... Yeah, that's one. Do you miss it at all? Like, do you miss living out there? Because I know you were saying, like, Toronto's always something to do. Yeah. Uh, we get lost in the sauce sometimes. Um, <laughs> I would say the fast-pacedness of um, Toronto. Like, sometimes it prevents people from, like, really making time for each other. So, back then, I, would, I was forced to, like, really have time for friends. So, yeah. if I was busy, it was mostly because of work or mm-hmm. school. But other than that, like, I have free time. I can hang out with my friends. And also, fast food places and a lot of restaurants to go to. Not a lot out there, like, um, variety. So, it forces you to cook for yourself. Yeah. Um, have a lot of potlucks. We did a lot of potlucks. Okay. So, it's not something that I do here. Yeah, nobody got time here. here. I'm be yeah. honest with you. I, t- today it's alone, hard. I think I got to do, like, four different things. Yeah, see? <laughs> so In one day, sometimes I ask myself, how the hell... <laughs> Am I going to push through? But when you go outside, and especially like on a day like today when the weather is very, like, inviting, you like you can't help it but to yeah, to trying to go out there. Um, okay. I mean, I'm learning. I'm really learning. I like it. Um, <laughs> now I want to start asking you questions about your YouTube. Okay. Um, what made you want to start okay. a YouTube? Like, it, <laughs> it is one of the hardest things. To everyone to start. And I almost feel like... And I think... Was, I, was, I might have been watching one of the videos where you like... You was getting a little frustrated. Yeah. And you was like... <laughs> yeah, I can't... You know, I thought... The shit ain't easy. Like, you kept... <laughs> I can't remember if I could go back to the video. But it was like... It's almost like letting people in like... Yo, this, this is a job within mm-hmm. itself. Which also I commend you for because we make shit look way too easy. We do. Therefore, other people just want to be like, yeah, this nigga, you can get mics? 
Talking about this fucking podcast. So, like, I've, and you know what's funny? I've had conversations with people the same way. They're like, mm. I was like, uh, so instead of starting your own podcast, have you tried to consistently co-host with somebody, right? Mm-hmm. And their response is, if I could go co-host with somebody, why not just start my own? It's like, bro, you don't, because you're not, you're not even understanding the question that mm-hmm. I'm telling you. Like, you can benefit from sharpening your tool. Mm-hmm. And helping, a, a, you know, an idea or whatever it is go forward. But we always think like, no, I don't want to go on a YouTube channel. I can get my own. Mm-hmm. And then like you split yourself thin. So <laughs> I want to know um, the idea behind starting a YouTube page. What was that like? Uh, so it was really from getting a lot of messages on Facebook from people who knew like I went to broker school. Mm-hmm. And they would be asking me questions like, what it is like, um, um, like little questions like, what do I need to do before I leave home? So my two first videos were actually about that. Things you need to do before you move from uh, one country to go to the next. Uh, okay, yeah. So that's really what inspired it because I was like, you know what, like I kind of have an idea of what to expect. Yeah. Moving all over the place. Um, even though the countries sometimes do have similar um, cultures or whatever, like it was still different. I had to adjust. So I'm like, you know what? Let me make a YouTube channel and I'll use it to inform people. And eventually, over time, it just evolved into me doing other things because I'm like, I'm not just an international student. Yeah. I'm on, I'm a, I'm someone else too. I want people to see those different sides: my silly side, my informative side, my entertaining side, all of that. So. And you started. Uh, at one point, did you realize this shit is hard, yo? <laughs> like, how many videos in? Um, <laughs> it was probably video ten. Okay. And it was because I was having difficulties getting a space to like consistently do my videos because I lived on dorm. So like people making noise in the dorm area. So then I transferred from like doing videos a couple times in classrooms. So I had like relationships with like my um the securities at our school where okay, I'm yeah. like, hey, like would you mind if I use this room for like just an hour or two? They're like, Yeah, sure, no problem. So I put a sign up and like let people know don't come in or whatever. So they were really chill in being flexible like that. Okay. But like it was just like juggling school, work, like, <laughs> man, I said I wanna upload videos every week. Sometimes you just don't wanna do nothing. Yeah, Sometimes yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't like to go on camera and do videos if I don't feel like doing anything. Okay. I don't like putting fakeness. Yeah, so yeah. if I'm not in the mood, I'll not upload a video for a month. If it means like for the month I need to de-stress and get myself together, then go on camera. Feel inspired and do yeah, it. Yeah, okay. I don't want to just do unnecessary videos. Like it has to make sense. Yeah. That was the frustration. Okay. Yeah. Um, and somebody's starting a YouTube now mm-hmm. and they come to you and be like, here's my idea. I want to do a YouTube, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. What is the first thing that you tell them? What is one thing that you immediately warned them about? Something that you've encountered that you're like, man, this would have helped me tenfold if somebody would have told me this. Um, probably, hmm, if I could have probably before, in a way, beefed up my following a little Okay. on um, my social media first so that people would get to know like when I started advertising they mm-hmm. would get an idea of what she's trying to do who she is um, and the other thing would probably be not to compare that's the first thing probably not to compare myself to other YouTubers that I see on there 
whether okay. it's the ones who are couples or the ones who are like doing it for years like as you said you go to like the first video they do then go up i think i went through that after i started doing videos yeah there are other youtubers i looked up to i'm like you know what let me go look at the first video and i'm like oh damn <laughs> you involved <laughs> you, you, you realize they didn't start with a, no, with a 4k camera exactly yeah, and yeah, i'm yeah. like man like okay it gives me inspiration like it you know makes me want to continue like i can do this shit let me just continue yeah there are gonna be bad days but you know what eventually it's gonna get me somewhere so just keep pushing and just be yourself don't yeah. try and be nobody else just be who you are. Um, that's. I mean, I'm. 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 I'm trying to think about for me. Um, when I started, I don't know. I, I think for me, I, I could. Nobody really. The, the problem is nobody's going to tell you how to better yourself because they're not secure in their position, so they don't want to give you anything. Because mm-hmm. they feel like you're gonna blow past some kind of thing which is a it's, oh. it's a dumb thing because you cannot suppress somebody's talent and exactly. willness like there's no you can't coach somebody willingness to like oh I'm a, I'm gonna get this right so I always look at it like when somebody come to me mm-hmm. and a lot of people do it now come ask me about certain things if I have the time to like sit down with you and, mm-hmm. and kick it with you and, and be like oh here's what I think um, I don't know how much of help I could be but here's my mm-hmm. vision about it I don't mind doing it at all because I realize that life is full circle. Yeah. The people is. that you ignore will be the people that you now got to go through to get exactly. opportunity. So it's like a lot of times, even me at the beginning, I've had to not fight with people, but like guess. A guess was not that I, I was like, oh, I'm going to make a guest based podcast because mm-hmm. I used to get on there and talk myself. I do 45 minutes just by myself. Mm-hmm. Um going through an idea let's say if I have a topic in my mind I'm like I'm going to challenge myself to be able to talk about it uh, in the way for 45 minutes but recently I haven't had to have like I haven't had issues with getting guests okay well, my problem good. is not like a, is, is trying to even you and I we talk maybe like two months now mm-hmm. right to be able to, to find a time, time and thing to do it mm-hmm. and uh, and thank God it's, it's evolved to the point where like that became easier mm-hmm. but at the beginning that was the hardest part Oh. It's trying to convey people like, yo, come through, let's talk. How many followers you got? 300? Nah, I can't. Like, oh, people always looked at it yeah. like that in a sense. But then um, Instagram wasn't my, not, I don't want to say it wasn't my thing, but I wasn't trying to be famous. Yeah. Therefore, the like, I didn't push um, an idea. Yeah. My shit was private. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't until I started this uh, a year ago that I, like, opened it up. And then, now obviously, you're exposed to a lot of things. Gotcha. So what I did, too, to prevent all... Because I don't want to... Another thing with YouTube is I didn't want if eventually I do blow up or whatever. That I have to deal with people knowing everything about my life. Like yeah, 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 Who my brother is, my parent. Like, once or twice, they probably do appear in my videos when I do vlogs. Yep. But, like, other than that, like, I had a... I had a um, page that had already 700 some people on it. Mm-hmm. I could have just transferred that to be my YouTube. Which a lot of people do. I was like, no. Nah, I feel like that's cheating. Man. You think that's cheating? No, it depends. What works for you works for you. Because if you don't have time to be juggling two, channel, um, two pages, then, you know, do what works for you. But I was like, you know what? This page for me is sacred. It's private for a reason. I private it because I don't want everybody to be in on my business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm like, you know, for when I want to do my YouTube stuff. And also, the ones who are following me for like maybe the cute pictures I post or whatever it is. I don't want them having to deal with videos that I do promoting my YouTube video for that. Yeah, okay. So I'm like, let me just do a separate. 
did a separate one and I know like following is something people do look at but honestly it means nothing to me because yeah, yeah, I've seen people with following that's really high and even when they put out something you would think they get a lot of support and they don't because really it's not substance yeah. so I really look for people who like have substance and those are the people I want to collaborate with and if you're willing to work with me hey, let's, let's well, get it popping y'all hear that she's saying activated podcast got some substance yes guys <laughs> like come on listen to his stuff no, and pretty, collaborate no. Honestly, I'm. I think idea wise, we we our ideas lined up. Cause I always tell people, it's like, um, I mean, the Instagram shit is cool, but like in real life, like, what do you stand on? Like, yeah. you know, what I'm saying, like, in the sense that, like, I, I mean, I definitely know a lot more people mm-hmm. in real life than what you're following. Than what say. my following, yeah. and also, I like, I don't, I don't follow like celebrities on my page, mm-hmm. uh, and then. That was something that I just didn't do for whatever reason. I was like, I don't want to be watching your amazing life. <laughs> well, I'm not your and then make me feel shit about my, exactly. my life. Like and then now I realize a lot of people going through these things where they're anxious and stuff like that. Because, yo, you've been watching Meek Mill show y'all a Bentley every day for the past three years. Mm-hmm. You're going to want that Bentley eventually. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Whereas with me, I don't feel that impulse. Because mm-hmm. all I see is regular people just like me. Like... So I'm like, I'm not fitting in trying to compete with mm-hmm. what you put now. I'm just trying to um, find my space and just it just be me at all times kind of thing. It, it just lift up a lot of pressure. Like, it does. you never feel like you got to show up and you got to dress a certain way. Uh, if I want to go out and wear a T-shirt, I wear a T-shirt, God damn it. Exactly. I don't give a damn about, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like all this, and it just, it just helps. Mm-hmm. And I also want to ask you this. Mm-hmm. Um, how has, do you think, your YouTube or having a YouTube channel has any effect on you in terms of your mental? Like, how have you been um, dealing with with that? Because I know, regardless, we yeah. still feel some some sort of pressure. Yeah. Um, um, how are you mentally right now? I'm good. You're good. Yeah, I just yeah. came from vacation, so <laughs> I honestly took I think it was a two month break from uploading videos because okay. I didn't feel like it. Like, you know, I had other things I was trying to focus on as well, like trying to get those off the ground. And as long as I had to be making videos, I wouldn't have time to do those things. So I took a break and it's fine. Like, that's what I like also with not really having a big following of having that annoyance of where's the video? Where's the video? If I don't want to post a video for three months, (laughs) I should be able to come back in three months and y'all still watch my shit. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I like not having that pressure because I think a lot of, um, I learned from YouTubers and their mistake. So I, for entertainment, if I'm not watching Netflix or reading a book or whatever, I watch YouTubers and I see what they do what they come on and tell us like what's going on with them so I can avoid that because I don't want to have to be making a video like yeah, that. There's yeah, enough know. videos out there. It's like them couples. Every month a new couple is breaking up and yeah. they all have the same reasons why they're breaking up. I want to avoid not having to make a video of why I didn't upload videos or whatever. Like, Just know that I took a break and that's fine. You should be able to take breaks. Yeah, 100%. And it's not my full-time job. Literally, these people, that's another thing I had to remind myself of. Like, Maggie, you're literally doing this thing on the side for fun. You're not getting paid. I ain't making shit on YouTube, okay? (laughs) So. I was going to ask you about it because you you made a video. um, Was it? YouTube pays me. Yeah, pays (laughs) me. 
No, um, they have a lot of um, restrictions. So it's not like that's why if someone asks me right now with making a YouTube channel, I always ask them, "Why do you want to make one?" If it involves money, I'll I'll pause them. I'm like, it it not yeah, gonna be as easy. Yeah. yeah. So they make it very limited with what they allow. So yeah, like all that stuff. Do about. you hope to in in the long run? Mm-hmm. What do you hope to gain more from this? You gain you, you want to gain an influence as far as putting good things out there in the ecosystem, or you think at some point in time, man, I'd much rather hope to get paid from all this hard work that I'm doing so I could like change people in my life, change you know my surroundings, lives, and stuff like that. Because I know that would make a big diff- oh, yeah. impact on family and things. Mm-hmm. What would you if you had to choose between one or the other? Um, probably the last one because it's doing both. <laughs> Okay. In that it's still doing um, good and helping people, whether it's with information or providing resources. And then at the same time, I can still make money off it to either help if it's friends or whether it's people who watch my videos and they need help with something. So, yeah. like, but for right now, if it's not something that's possible, hopefully people who watch the videos, someone who has bigger guns can help me then yeah. to do what it is that I'm trying to do. So... Yeah, I mean, I feel like there's always been like somebody higher appreciate somebody lower and then yeah, prop them up, and bring them up, and yeah. then uh, help them out in the same. Um, now you do live in a whole different country. Where, where's the rest of your family? Where are they based? All over, like Belize, mm-hmm. uh, Haiti, uh, Saint Martin, like all over. All over. <laughs> yeah. do, do you sometimes um, miss your family? Like, did, did you do you just want to like pack up and like, yo, this is. Cause I know, like you, you are you left because you were trying to change mm-hmm. um, your life and change your experiences and like get to experience, a, 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 which is probably the most difficult. I've never had to mm-hmm. uh, to do that. I've never had to like choose between choosing chasing a dream and leaving family behind because my family lives here. Oh, okay. um, how do you like? How do you deal with that? Like, well, what is the one thing that you? Cause I know that gotta be hard. What is one thing you probably wake up every day, be like, "Yo, I'm doing this <laughs> for a purpose." Let me keep going. Yeah. How hard is it? Um, like on a scale of one to ten, probably like six right now. Okay. Just cause like there are different things that I use, like different tools to still connect with my family. Um, I'm not that close with like extended family because of moving around and all of that. So it's not that hard in that sense. But like my immediate family, like my mom, dad, and my brother, it does get hard, but their ways I find you know, FaceTime WhatsApp messaging my parents watch my videos so their way of still keeping in touch with <laughs> me watching, too. Yeah. like they watch my videos and they're like Shout oh I them, saw yeah. your video today you know so it's it's cool in that way too that I have their support like they support what I'm doing and they promote me they're like have you seen my daughter's YouTube <laughs> it's so cute like my dad like oh. I've seen um, I've seen a video of uh, when he came for your graduation <laughs> and he kept uh, he used putting him in the camera he was like yeah. Giving himself shout outs And <laughs> it was the funniest thing Yeah That's my daddy <laughs> um, How supportive are they? Like I know you just say They support a lot But like Cause I know sometimes When you start dreams Parents They they don't care until They realize Oh wait This is really mm-hmm. Making something Was they supportive From the very beginning? From the very beginning They were like You know As long as it doesn't Interrupt school Or you being too tired And whatnot, Just you know, balance it out. Yeah. If you do need to stop sometime, like they gave me all these advice. Like don't feel pressure to always have to do it. Nice like, parents, yeah. They are the I think honestly the reason I am the way I am is because I have supportive parents. 
So any parents listening right now, y'all support your kids because it helps us a lot mentally and emotionally yeah. to be our better selves. Honestly, I, I thank God for it. I mean, good. I mean, I didn't. I didn't have conversations with my parents about that. I don't even think since I my parents understand what I. What do you do? Like what I? They know I'm busy. Like mm-hmm. they know that I'm always doing stuff. Because mm-hmm. sometimes too, like they say, if I don't feel like going out and I'm downstairs watching TV, they'll start to bother me about certain things. Oh, can you do? That? I'm like, yo, this is literally <laughs> my only time to myself mm-hmm. that I've had all week, and y'all, and they can't even gauge that. You know what I mean? Um, I feel like your parents probably will do a better job at, at, at that since they even gave you like pointers and things like that. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I think it's because from the get go, I was introducing them to YouTube. What YouTube is like, my mom would want to make something, learn to make something. Oh, ma'am, like, yeah, there's YouTube. What is that? Showed her what it is. She's like YouTube queen now. Everything she wants to learn to know, whether it's a <laughs> really? crab, yeah, crab food <laughs> item, she goes to YouTube. She goes to YouTube. Yeah, and then she would send me videos to like, look what I found. Like, you can try this recipe, and I'm like, thanks, mom. Like, yeah, she she loves it. My so. mom is like that with WhatsApp. With WhatsApp. Oh my goodness, my mom got about sixty five. <laughs> Them groups. chain messages. Oh, she. My mom, you look at her. Sometimes I say, yo, why do you have two thousand messages in WhatsApp? <laughs> she doesn't read them. She no, this is like on the oh, like no. she don't read her phone for a couple of days. She'll mm-hmm. get to that because she's every, everything's a group. And back mm-hmm. home, uh, because the dialect that we speak is not written, oh, people send a lot of voice, voice notes. Note. So ever since WhatsApp put voice note in this thing, they open because before that nobody used mm-hmm. um, nobody used WhatsApp because mm-hmm. they don't write right. Okay, um, and and also like. Now it became a thing where, like, because calling each other back home is very expensive. Oh, okay. Like, calling landlines or just yeah. if I dial your number directly, it costs a lot. Mm-hmm. But I could put, like, $5 worth of internet minutes mm-hmm. and, like, talk to you for maybe five hours. Oh, that's nice. Because the data used up is much lower than... Oh. So that's what really it changed the game as far as uh, mm-hmm. WhatsApp. Like, it's... Even today, I was talking to her. She was sending me voice note. Oh, I need some money. I said, Mom, every time you need some money. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Every time you want some money, you just left two weeks ago. What, you know what I mean? And she was like, oh, okay, cool. And then she was like, um, switch the subject. I was like, that's good. Um, wow, okay. I'm learning some shit, man. <laughs> I really... You know what? This podcast is about... Listen, if y'all are not listening to it, that's your problem. It's, I'm getting all out... I, I, truthfully, like... My mind started to change when I started talking to to talk to uh, different people about different things, right? The other day, somebody hit me up. I don't know what. Um, and I wanted to give him a shout out. Maybe I, I won't be able to. But he was like, his dream is to one day make it to my pocket. I said, oh my God. I was like, I'm going to be so honest. I don't know if that's a dream. <laughs> I don't know what you dream. No, but where where is he? Do you know where he lives? Um, you know, I'm gonna give him a shout out because he he does say he listens to it. Let me see. People um, want authentic and and good and, and he is a great artist. Yeah, Dodi Art. Shout out to you. Where is he? Um, Zambia. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Shout Go out to watch him. my video on Zambia. <laughs> Oh, you made a video about yeah. I had a friend who um he he gave me some insight on Zambia too. Yeah, look, this is like some of this art that he does. Oh wow! Okay, yeah, I'm following you right now, my dear. Su- super talented. Shout, shout out to you. And he he was telling me that, and I was just like, <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! This is um, this is incredible. Shout out to you. But yeah, like you you really 
you don't know who who you can make an impact on in in the way. And I hope the people that are listening, um, hopefully, we're having a positive impact on your outlook on certain things. I know sometimes we get a little ratchet on here and we let loose, but it's it's really, really, really uh, out of love. Oh, my contractor is calling me after two weeks. I've been trying to get a hold of him. I call him after. Um, now I also wanted to ask you what ignite inspiration for others. Like, what do you think you do that inspires others? Um, like as far as what you're doing on YouTube, mm-hmm. I know like we talk about being authentic and things yeah. like that. But Why outside of those uh, things, do you think there's anything? Um, probably the fact that I'm like a regular person just like them who has a dream, okay. and I have a dream. I want to accomplish it. I'm gonna go after it. Cause um, and then being like from similar backgrounds with them, you know, not having rich parents who can like put me on or you know little things like that. So, yeah. um. Basically, using my gift of being able to collaborate and network with people to make things happen for myself. Yeah. We all know it's all about who you know right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So definitely. That's really what I want to push to for people like collaborate with people. You can get a lot out of collaborating, and that's how you like find your better self and also better yourself to help other people. Yeah. That's what you want to do. So, um, outside of YouTube, because I know we mm-hmm. talked about the YouTube thing, is it. Any other hustles that you do? Anything else that you do on the side that I might not be? Because yesterday I think I came across um, a clothing line that you do, <laughs> which I had no idea. So I'm I couldn't even like. Quite about it. <laughs> um, yeah. Talk to me about that. Like, well, what is this clothing line that you have, and how is that going so far? So um, it started because of um, something I would say at the end of my videos: "Do road and do things," which is basically the equivalent for um, "just do it," mm-hmm. like slogan. Um, so I just made a shirt for myself because it was an inspiration for me. People requested shirts and I said, you know what? I like to be able to express myself with what's on my mind. I'm not into like the like um, brand stuff. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean anything to me. I like graphic stuff, okay. graphic tees. So I said, I'm going to make a clothing line where people can dress themselves to express themselves. So that's how that came about. So those three shirts I have, the road and the things. Don't stress me. I'm always saying that to people. Like, don't stress me. Don't <laughs> no stress. Don't stress me. <laughs> and adulting sucks. And it literally has like all the things of why adulting sucks: rent, phone bill. Y'all know the struggle is real. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. and the thing about adulting is it doesn't get easier. It's no. not like it gets. Trust me, it gets worse. It does. And then you get to the mortgage and then you mm-hmm. put property taxes. You like. <laughs> Why we want to be successful? Exactly. One day, um, I woke up. This was on Monday, and I literally started to question everything. (laughs) Right? I was like, I'm gonna be honest with you, because I was driving, Mm -hmm. and then I started to think animals don't got a schedule. (laughs) Elephant don't gotta wake up at eight o'clock. They look satisfied in life. You know what I mean? Like they eat their little branches here and there. I have little babies. Mm-hmm. Why the fuck are we <laughs> so... Co- you know what I mean? Because I was like, yo, this system is fucked up. Yeah, it is. Um, and we consume so much. Like, humans... I was watching a documentary. I forgot the name of it. I would have plugged it for y'all. But they said, out of all the animal species in the world, on the planet, humans are the only one to over-consume. Yeah. This is why we are... Some of us get fat or skinny, mm-hmm. in a way. But, I, okay, 
in theory, I'm not to say like this is why people, because sometimes sometimes it's genetic. I don't want to generalize it, but y'all y'all see what I'm trying to say. This is why like we'll buy a car, but we like nah. I need, need two a, cars. We need another one. I need a summer car. I need a winter beater. I need a dish, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. I got a house. You know what? I need a cottage. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Yes. I need a house, in Miami. That would be yo. That's yo. That's mm-hmm. fire. And then, in order to get these things, you gotta you gotta work. Mm-hmm. And I always feel like this is why the CEO make a million dollars and the worker make ten thousand dollars. You know what I mean? Like somebody has to take a lot more. Yeah. In order to fulfill these things, and then somebody has to have less because mm-hmm. I don't think there's enough to be spread equally. There is, you know. It's just how the system is set up. Actually, you're right. You're right. Maybe um, there's enough to be spread, but... But it's not. Consumer, like, whoever's controlling is mm-hmm. greed. Yes. Yes. That's greed, is, greed It is the biggest thing that's... Yeah. Uh, how do you feel about that? Do you, do you think that... I, like... You own two cars or two houses? Sure. No, like... Who gonna clean them two houses? <laughs> like... <laughs> like I, I mean, always... if you get two, you probably could get a little, you know what I mean, a little help. <laughs> Well, if I have two cars, it better be because I'm renting one out or something. You know what I mean? So unless if it's for some sort of like investment purpose, I don't see why I need two cars. Maybe I'm just saying that now because I'm broke. Yeah. But please, Lord, when I do get rich and have enough money to be comfortable, I hope that I don't like subject to having to have um, extra stuff just because. So I don't think it's necessary. I feel like when, when you when and this is not saying you per se, but I feel like once you start to earn a little bit more, like mm. things start to change, change yeah. and you always, it's a sh- like you got to work mm-hmm. to get yourself back to your exactly. original self, right? I get impulses a lot and I always got to remind myself, what the, f-? you know what I mean? <laughs> Every day I wake up, I'm going to buy a new car. Why? I don't know. Like, you know what I mean? So That's I go to my mechanic, car. he go, yo, your car is it's fine. fine. <laughs> you, what you mean? This is a 08. Nah, you good. Yeah. Nah, but I need that 27. What, what year are we? <laughs> I need it that 2019. You know what I mean? But he's like, he was like, I'm gonna tell you something. And this is a great advice that my mechanic gave me. Mm-hmm. The reason why I'm not buying a car until mine gives out on me. Shout out McTrizzy. He told me people give up on their cars before the car gives up, up on them. them. I said, really? He said, yes. Yeah. Somebody would come in here and go, oh, to change my brakes is $2,000. I'd rather go get a new car. So somebody in their mind mm-hmm. told himself, I'd rather spend $50,000 than the two grand to get. I was like, yeah, that is true. That He's is. like, yeah, like some repairs, <laughs> if you let it go over time, will get expensive. Mm-hmm. But it is always cheaper to do that mm-hmm. if you have a solid, decent car than to go and finance a whole new $50,000 car. Mm-hmm. I was like, damn. That, that's that's backwards of us. That's that's very backwards mm. of us. Mommy, shout out to him, man. He put me <laughs> on some gay. So ever since that, anytime I feel that impulse, that is the one thing I remember myself. People give up on their cars before the car gives up on them. So, um, but like I have friends who like they would tease me sometimes. Like I have like shoes that <laughs> I don't I I, I don't like to throw I mean, things. Right. <laughs> Like if it's not opened up and like you know broken, if it's still working, I'm gonna wear it. I had shoes that I had for probably five years, mm-hmm. and they were like in perfect condition still. Yeah. I would just buy new ones if it's like for a certain occasion where like this occasion needs a closed toe shoe, which I don't have. Yeah. Then I would go buy, you know, a closed toe shoe. 
So I really like try to like from there, I try to like um, discipline myself with shopping so that it doesn't affect my other aspects of life. Do you think that like because you grew up in a different environment that helped you out a lot? I would think so because my mom is very resourceful. Like she, if it ain't broke, yeah. <laughs> that's her thing. If it's not broke, then why do you need to get a new phone? Like why do you need a new laptop? Like my laptop I have right now yeah. has been having issues that are minor. I could have mm-hmm. easily said I'm gonna get a new like I'm gonna get a new one for yeah. editing purposes, but at this point I don't need to buy a new laptop because right. it's still functioning and doing what I need it to do. Yeah. So first time I've had a phone for over a year. This phone oh, right here. Really? I usually I'm six months in and out. What like is it like it it gets broken? Man, Apple, I don't know what they do to me. As soon as they do that little unveiling in September, <laughs> the new one. I'm like, this shit ain't got no. I need <laughs> portrait mode. You'll you know be what looking mean? at your phone like, I'm like looking you at my need phone it. And coming up with the craziest thing. Do you even use the features though? So here's why I stopped buying new phones mm-hmm. when I got to ten. Is that I realized that like this phone really like I'm satisfied on all fronts okay that's good. i even shoot my podcast videos from my phone nice because it has a 4k like it honestly for what i needed to do mm-hmm. great you need you got lightings you're good to go so um so after they got the new one i'm like shit look just like mine so yeah like i'm saying these things is like i always tell people you got to work on suppressing these feelings and yes. understanding like yo you're fine like you're cool like you don't need the next thing uh, as you can see, I used to buy sneakers like crazy. <laughs> then I realized I haven't bought sneakers in over maybe four or five years, and people still can't tell, right? Because I, I got so many of them when I wear it. They're like, yo, do chances. But I'm you like, wear- yeah, I haven't worn these in a minute, right? Wow. Well, I haven't bought shoes in, the, in a long time. So you start to realize, mm-hmm. yo, none of this shit matter, right? It's, it really, after everything all said and done, what is really going to matter? Is it going to matter that you True. had all these material things or... It's gonna matter how you made people felt. True. Right? Deep. deep. We fake deep on Activate Podcast. You know what I mean? No, we definitely had a moment. Anything else? Um, the the um, did I forget? Maybe if I knew about, I found out about the closing thing too late. I would ask you if you could maybe bring me something I could support and buy. I like to buy other people's stuff and wear it and take a picture. Um, so we gotta figure how we could do. And um, what size are you? Maybe I, I think I got an Activate shirt I could give you. Sweet, I'm small or medium. Okay, all right. Now I definitely, I definitely got you. And if you, I mean, going forward, I think anything uh, I could do to help in any way, shape, or form, um, this is it. You know, what I mean, we established that that connection going forward, and we're here. Any anything that I forget? Maybe? I don't think. I think we pretty much. How did you like the whole podcast experience thing? This was good. This is the best interview I've had. Really? Yeah. Usually I'm the one interviewing people yeah, yeah, yeah. to be on the next end for. And whenever if you're shooting a you know YouTube video, I don't know how, how, <laughs> how good I look. I might chase away your. <laughs> oh like God. where you get this guy? You know what I mean, but once no. again, if you, if you whatever you need, please let me know, and then we'll get it cracking. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And y'all look out for him on my YouTube channel pretty soon. Yes. I don't know what exactly we're gonna do, but we are gonna figure it out. So follow me on YouTube, Charismatic TV. Please, yeah, um, Charisma and uh, your your Instagram and, and same uh, thing, Charismatic TV. So spell the word charismatic. Just take off the matic and put Maggie. That's how it's spelled. Um, can you spell it? Because I know right. If I was listening to, I'd be like, eh. <laughs> okay, C- you just C H A R I S M A G G I E T V. 
Perfect. And I also make sure to I'll, I'll, I'll tag you in, in the episode and all that good stuff. Um, and then we'll go from there. Thank you very much for pulling through. Thanks for having me. I appreciate me. it. And uh, for everybody tuning in, thanks again for tuning in. This is The Activated Podcast, and you've officially been activated. Peace.